0: It's your girl, Victoria, with a daily Bible reading. Today, I shall be reading from the book of 1 Samuel, chapter 14, from the New International Version. One day, Jonathan, son of Saul, said to his young armor bearer Come, let's go over to the Philistine outpost on the other side. But he did not tell his father. Saul was staying on the outskirts of Gilba under a pomegranate tree in Milgron. With him were about 600 men, among whom was Ahijah, who was wearing an aphod. He was the son of Ashabos' brother, Ahithod, son of Phinehas, the son of Eli, the Lord's priest in Shiloh. No one was aware that Jonathan had left. On each side of the pass that Jonathan intended to cross to reach the Philistine outpost was a cliff. One was called Bozes and the other Sene. One cliff stood to the north of toward Milkmash, the other to the south toward Geber. Jonathan said to his young armor bearer, Come, let us go over to the outpost of those uncircumcised men. Perhaps the Lord will act on our behalf. Nothing can hinder the Lord from saving, whether by many or by few. Do all that you have in mind, is armor said. Go ahead, I am with you, heart and soul. Jonathan said, come on then, we will cross over toward them and let them see us. If they say to us, wait there until we come to you we will stay where we are and not go up to them. But if they say, come up to us, we will climb up because that will be our sign that the Lord has given them into our hands. So both of them showed themselves to the Philistine outpost. Look, said the Philistines, the Hebrews are crawling out of the holes they are hiding. The men of the outpost shouted to Jonathan and his armor bearer, Come up to us and we'll teach you a lesson. So Jonathan said to his armor bearer, Climb up after me. The Lord has given them into the hand of Israel. Jonathan climbed, using his hands and feet, with his armor bearer right behind him. The Philistines fell before Jonathan, and his armor bearer followed and killed behind him. In that first attack, Jonathan and his armor bearer killed some 20 men. In an area of about half an acre. Then panic struck the old army, those in the camp and field, and those in the outposts and raiding parties, and the ground shook. It was a panic sent by God. Saul's lookout at Gilbert in Benjamin saw the army melting away in all directions. Then Saul said to the men who were with him, Muster the forces and see who has left us. When they did, it was Jonathan and his armor bearer who were not there. Saul said to Harijal, bring the ark of God. At that time, it was with the Israelites. While Saul was talking to the priest, the torment in the Philistine camp increased more and more. So Saul said to the priest, withdraw your hand. Then Saul and all his men assembled and went to the battle. They found the Philistines in total confusion, striking each other with their swords. Those Hebrews who had previously been with the Philistines and had gone up with them to the camp went over to the Israelites who were with Saul and Jonathan. When all Israel who had eaten in the hill country of Ephraim heard that the Philistines were on the run, they joined the battle in hot pursuit so on that day the lord saved israel and the battle moved on beyond beth haven now the israelites were in distress that day because saul had bound the people under an oath saying "Cursed be anyone who eats food before evening comes before i have avenged myself on my enemies so none of the troops tasted food The entire army entered the woods, and there was honey on the ground. When they went into the woods, they saw the honey oozing out. Yet, no one put his hand to his mouth, because they feared the oath. But Jonathan had not heard that his father had bound the people with the oath. So he reached out the end of the staff that was in his hand, and dipped it into the honeycomb. He raised his hand to his mouth and his eyes brightened. Then one of the soldiers told him, Your father bound the army under a strict oath saying, Cursed be anyone who eats food today. That is why the men are faint. Jonathan said, My father has made trouble for the country. See how my eyes brightened when I tasted a little of this honey. How much better it will have been If the men had eaten today some of the plunder they took from their enemies, would not the slaughter of the Philistines have been even greater? That day, after the Israelites had struck down the Philistines from Michmash to Ajalon, they were exhausted. They pounced on the plunder and, taking sheep, shot cattle and cows. They butchered them on the ground and ate them together with the blood. Then someone said to Saul, Look, the men are sinning against the Lord by eating meat that has blood in it. You have broken faith, he said. Roll a large stone over here at at once. Then he said, Go out among the men and tell them, Each one of you, bring me your cattle and sheep, and slaughter them here and eat them. Do not sin against the Lord by eating meat with blood still in it. So everyone brought six ox that night and slaughtered it there. Then Saul built an altar to the Lord. It was the first time he had done this. Saul said, Let us go down and pursue the Philistines by night and plunder them till dawn, and let us not leave one of them alive. Do whatever seems best to you, they replied. But the priest said, Let us inquire of God here. So Saul asked God, Shall I go down and pursue the Philistines? Will you give them into Israel's hand? But God did not answer him that day. Saul therefore said, Come here, all you who ate are leaders of the army. Let us find out what sin has been committed today. As surely as the Lord rescued Israel lives, even if the guilt lies with my son Jonathan, he must die. But none of them said a word. Saul said to all the Israelites, You stand over there. I and Jonathan, my son, will stand over here. Do what seems best to you, they replied. Then Saul prayed the Lord, the God of Israel, Why have you not answered your servant today? If the fault is in me or my son Jonathan, respond with Urim. But if the men of Israel are at fault, respond with tambourine. Jonathan and Saul were taken by lot and the men were clad. Saul said, cast the lot between me and Jonathan, my son. And Jonathan was taken. Then Saul said to Jonathan, tell me what you have done. So Jonathan told him, I tasted a little honey with the end of my staff and now I must die. Saul said, may God deal with me. Be it ever so severely, if you do not die, Jonathan. But the men said to Saul, Should Jonathan die, he who has brought about this great deliverance in Israel? Never. As surely as the Lord lives, not a hair of his head will fall to the ground. For he did this day with God's help. So the men rescued Jonathan, and he was not put to death. Then Saul stopped pursuing the Philistines and they withdrew to their own land. After Saul had assumed rule over Israel, he fought against their enemies on every side. Moab, the Ammonites, Edom, the kings of Zobah, and the Philistines. Whatever he turned, he inflicted punishment on them. He fought valiantly and defeated the Ammonites delivering Israel from the hands of those who had plundered them. Saul's sons were Jonathan, H.V., and Malik Shua. The name of his older daughter was Merib, and that of the younger was Michal. His wife's name was Ahinom,, son, daughter of Ahimez. The name of the commander of Saul's army was Abner, son of and Aneer was Saul's uncle. Saul's father, Kish, and Abner's father, Neal, were sons of Abiel. All the days of Saul, there was bitter war between Philistines, and whenever Saul saw a mighty or brave man, he took him into his service. This is the end of the reading for today. May the Lord bless his word, and may he lay a word in your heart today. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank mm-hmm. you.